I am your host Naomi and today we are going to continue our mini-series on the top 3 favorite books and why we play this mini-series on a quarterly basis. So if you like these episodes make sure to check all the other episodes titled top 3 favorite books and why for more book suggestions from our amazing guests. Let the show begin. There's this book I've been reading, I don't know if anyone knows this guy, I guess it's uh, Gavin De Becker. Okay. And it's about, it says the gift of fear. It's mostly about kind of being alert and aware. Um, this author works for Jeff Bezos now. Okay. He's, they call him his security chief. And I haven't heard that he quit or anything. But in reading this, um, which is not a new book, by the way, I like to find a lot of that old stuff in used bookstores and stuff like that. Um, it's just about being like physically aware of your surroundings and who's, you know, it's kind of like, when you're at the ATM covering up, making sure nobody's like looking at your pin code, but just being aware of anyone in your life who could be a potential threat, whether it's somebody you're doing business with or somebody you have a financial relationship with. I think it's worth mentioning that and repeating it in the context of e-commerce as well, or Amazon, because as we know, there have been a lot of sharks swimming around the Amazon space who are kind of looking for weak or unknowledgeable prey, right? People who might be doing well with their business, might think they need a service that they don't need, or they do need a service, but they're selling them a service and you're hiring them and they can't reasonably perform the service. Fact check things, ask a lot of questions, be aware of who you're in business with and be aware of who's trying to act like an expert that might not be one just because they want their name in the conversation, right? I'm not saying be afraid of everyone you do business with, but I think when they say the gift of fear, what they really mean in the title of the book is hyper-awareness of anyone, any decision you make that could cost you or your employees money and could potentially harm your, your finances or your, your bank account or your brand, your rep, not, just, not, just, not just money, but reputation as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people think about reputation management as much as they could. Yeah. And your brand does have a reputation, even if it's just on Amazon. It does have a reputation and essentially my former teams at Amazon aren't just looking at your metrics. They're also sizing you up in terms of your reputation as a seller in the marketplace. So that's a tough one because I, I, I love reading books. I'm, you know, in disclosure, I'm more of an uh, audio book guy. Uh, so I'm driving around things like that. I, I listen to a lot of audio books. That's perfect too. Um, I do the same. Yeah. Uh, one that, that really, had a significant impact on me was a book called Getting Things Done uh, by David Allen. Uh, David Allen is a huge productivity uh, expert. And uh, I mean, it's been around for a very long time. I think I first read it probably 20 years ago. I still read it every couple of years, reread it because it uh, it really dives into some really deep uh, productivity practices um, that you know I still use today, right? And it, 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 it gets you to kind of think differently about what you're trying to get to get done. Um, uh, so that's, that's an excellent one. You know, one I really like uh, is a book called good to great uh, by Jim Collins, very popular book. It's been read by a lot of people, but I think it, or referenced by a lot of people. I don't know that as many people have read it as much, as much as referenced it, but you know, this, this concept of uh, you know, really studying businesses and, you know, two businesses at the same point in time that functionally had the same tools, resources, and talent, and yet one broke through to be great, and the other one either remained good or even, you know, boiled down. And uh, 
you know, what, what you see a lot of, a lot of the pieces there is it, is it ties into people, the right people, um, starting with the right people on the bus and then figure out a, a place to put them. Um, I, you know, I think a lot of times as leaders, we, we, we get too lost in hiring people for the technical, uh, when in reality culture wins, uh, you know, all day, every day, um, for sure. So, so purple cow by Seth Godin. Uh, we actually talk about it a lot here as our, uh, as a team here, the, the idea behind uh, purple cow was, you know, if you drive down the road and you see a cow, you know, nobody stops and says, Oh my God, I saw a cow today. Right. But if you drove down this afternoon and you saw a purple cow, you'd stop, you'd probably take a picture of it. You'd share it. You'd remark about it. Right. And the idea is, is in today's world, you know, it's no longer about average products for average people. It's about, you know, being remarkable, which is, you know, Seth talks about is it's about being so significantly different and better that people want to remark about you. And, you know, I think, you know, as you're talking about even just starting your business, um, you know, I think one of the things a lot of times people try to do is they try to be everything to everyone and it, that's gone. <laughs> you know, that been there, that, done that. Yes. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not. And it's, um, and it, I think it starts with, you know, so many people believe that you need to start with, well, I need the, the biggest market share so I can just get a little slice of it. When in reality, it's, you know take a smaller slice and, and just nail that really, really well. You can always add slices if you want later. Right. But, you know, own your slice and, and own it uh, to its extent. So. Uh, my favorite book is the most powerful woman in the room is you by Lydia Finette. It is, uh, it's my favorite because it basically is about the best, uh, the most success you will have is when you figure out who you are and you present the best version of that. And I think so many times we try to be what we think other people expect us to be or want, and we lose our power in that. So when we're who we are and just be like, hey, this is who I am, um, I think that's a very powerful message. And it is really confidence boosting, especially, especially as a female in a very male-dominated space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we often make excuses or play down our expertise and we're amazing and we need to own that amazingness and be okay with that even if it makes people feel uncomfortable um my second favorite book is untamed by glennon doyle uh kind of on a similar uh similar vein of just really like kind of removing societal expectations and just focusing on being the best version of yourself i'll give those are my two those are my two favorites all right. So there's no three. Okay, good. <laughs> well, okay. So Atomic Habits is probably one of my other favorite books, uh, mm-hmm. just because it helps you get stuff done. And I think all of us are deep down like procrastinators. And so that's a really good book on like learning how to create habits to be really productive. Anything by um, Malcolm Gladwell, right? Okay. These are business books and um, not just business books, but they're they're society books on perspective of how to, how to look at at different things around the world, how to look at things differently or that, that you wouldn't really pay attention to. And it gives you a totally different perspective on, I don't want to say random subjects, but, but I love Malcolm Gladwell. And I also listened to his podcast, but I was looking over here because there is an author a year ago, a friend recommended uh, um, Harari, Yoval Harari. He's, um, Israeli, I believe. And he wrote this book called Homo Deus. And now I read both of his books. The second one, oh, 
talking about um, AI and every you know AI's in in the news right now, and people are afraid of it. After you read this book, his second book, you're really going to be afraid of it. But start off with Homo Deus, a brief history of tomorrow, and um, it it's just kind of a a, a a recap of the history of humans. It's it's quite interesting. I mean, there's probably more than, than top three, but like one that kind of comes to mind often is uh, anything by Jocka Willink in terms okay. of leadership. So like extreme ownership, probably uh, is just a really, really good uh, leadership book. And uh, it's also a self-development book, basically taking responsibility for whatever happens. Um, that's definitely uh, one of them. Uh, Atomic Habits was a pretty, uh, pretty good book in terms of, again, like, personal development and getting into that mentality of 1% better every day. Um, and then from, from a marketing book, I would say one of the, one of the classics, like on copywriting, like it would be something by Ogilvy or maybe uh, Cialdini. So basically something that's like this old school copywriting, that's literally timeless lessons on marketing and sales that um, any marketer should know. Sure. So top three favorite books. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty basic. Um, you know, I've read, uh, the alchemist, um, you know, and there's a couple of other books. There's, um, flow, there's blink. I read a lot of self-help books. So mm -hmm. anything that helps with, uh, getting motivated, um, uh, you know, staying motivated, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of self-help for me. Um, so my favorite books, come from elementary school and well my top two favorite come from elementary school and then my third is just um a children's book because I have kids I have older kids um my first top book is The Hiding Place um, by Corey Ten Boom one of the things that I learned very very early um was to kind of be grateful in all situations. So I don't know if you've read the book, but they're in a concentration camp and they get head lice and they're complaining about having head lice. And the sister says, yeah, but the guards won't come in here because we have head lice and it allows us to read our Bible because they would take their Bible if they knew they had it. And just, that reframing mindset of, you know, you're looking at this as a terrible situation and I'm looking at this as a, but look what it does for us. It really does allow us some freedom that we wouldn't have otherwise. So that's my number one favorite. Second, um, number of the stars. Again, it's about the Holocaust and really, seeing what people went through. Um, it is not a nonfiction book. It's just one of those books that I read in fifth grade and I will never forget some of the fear that it instilled in me, you know, like those thriller movies where you feel it in your soul. Um, like you're terrified that somebody's about to jump around the corner. Um, I remember feeling that. And at such a young age, it really just had an impact on me. Um, I love um, reading and learning about the Holocaust and just how much 
people can come in and change your life and there's nothing you can do about it and how you kind of have to reframe that and keep going. I love that. And then the third is called Love You Forever. And it is a book about a mom and how much she loves her son. And as he ages and she ages, how he takes that same love and shows it to her. And I just love my kids so much. I cry every time I read that stinking kids book. But it really just encompasses like that unconditional mother's love. So it's a kid's book. It takes a whole three minutes to read, but I love it so much. Okay. So one of my favorite books is Key Person of Influence by Daniel Priestley. Really great for building your yourself your personal branding in your industry so he has a five-step strategy of doing that and it's really great with like the marketing side of things. it's pitching your voice um, um <laughs> so it's like you need a perfect pitch and you've got to publish your ideas and then it's about product productizing the value that you have and then raising your profile and then there's um partnerships as well so that's really key things of building your personal brand and that's what I'm doing as well building my personal brand in the last year and I'm doing everything that you're saying in the book and and just really sort of keeping everything consistent the second book um, I mentioned to Carlos actually last time and it's one of my favorites is building a story brand by Donald Miller Mm -hmm. so that is a really really good book that I I just praise and tell people like you should read it it's really great and that's that's using a seven seven step um method a story brand method um to building well yeah to building your your brand as well on on, with mark in the marketing um arena so I think that's really good and then the third book that I really actually (laughs) enjoyed as well is actually from the same author um, Mm of Daniel Priestley again called oversubscribed so okay. that book is about um, making people want your services that they'll pay top money for it. You you have to be so scarce at what you do. So basically it's the scarcity, but being able to um, uh, price yourself at a particular, at a particular level. Um, and then, you know, you basically people, instead of fi- finding um, 10 clients, you just need two clients to cover, you know, the the, out, the cash flow for like the month and stuff. This t- talking about being oversubscribed. So you basically people want your services, but, you know, you, you, there's a particular way and strategy he uses in in the um, the book. And I think that's a really good one, and especially if you're talking about products or any services that you have in business. I think that's a good book to read. My first one is a children's book and it's called I Love You Stinky Face. Aww. And it's I've read this book maybe 200 times and like at least because I have had uh, two children on my lap I love you stinky face um the wait, alchemist would, would have to be another one love languages would have to be another one wait wait wait, wait. Um, you're too fast <laughs> I'm writing all these yeah. <laughs> no, no, go on go on I was making good um, the five the five agreements is another one. Oh gosh there are so many I I, I love reading about um wellness mindfulness I'm a big proponent of mindfulness and yoga so anything in those kind of areas. And actually, we're sending our son to summer camp this year. It's his first time going to sleepaway camp. And I just literally finished yesterday this book called Homesick and Happy. And it's all about the wonderful benefits of sending your children to summer camp and the independence they get, the building resilience, and these amazing experiences they'll have without the watchful eye of their parents. So 
If there's anyone sending their kids to summer camp, Homesick and Happy by Michael Thompson. That's what I just put down. Here.